written by Epaphras came. Yet he prophesied, and we would call him Emmanuel, God with us. He prophesied that he would be the most amazing, whose kingdom would never end. He prophesied that this amazing king, this savior that had been promised, would be beaten and abused. And that all the pain that he would go through would be for us. You and me. The final reading comes from the same prophet. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me. To proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim freedom for the captives. And release from darkness for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. And provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. And a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they will be called oaks of righteousness. A planting display of his splendor. Father, we thank you for the words that we have listened to tonight from the Bible. We thank you for the words that we have sung that speak of those same truths, put to wonderful tunes and melodies. We thank you for the amazing message of Christmas. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come even now. And fill this room that we might see Jesus afresh. We ask this in his mighty, glorious, graceful name. Amen. If any of you were here last year for our carol service, I want to say a big thank you because uh, we had an offering uh, in our Sing for Syria And some of the videos that we've shown uh, tonight just express the thanks of those who actually live in Syria who have benefited from that giving. And uh, although we won't have an offering that passes baskets around tonight, if you do want to give another gift tonight to continue that work, those baskets are at either end of the, the church, and there's one here at the front as well. If you would like to give a gift for the ongoing work um, through Open Doors, supporting our brothers and sisters in Syria. It's my privilege just to say a few words uh, at this amazing service. Hope you've uh, survived. It's not too warm, is it? It's, it's warmer that end, I think. It's, uh, I got here and I thought, oh, I need my jacket. You know, it's a bit cool up here. But um, I've been collecting over the last few weeks um, Christmas cracker jokes. <laughs> thought that would go down well. These are my favorite ones. What does Santa suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney? You've had them too. Okay. Claustrophobia. Why is Parliament like ancient Bethlehem? Oh, I like this one. Three wise men there. (laughs) We've found the right level now, haven't we? Why has Santa been banned from chimneys? Because of his carbon footprint. 
Thank you. Knock, knock. Arthur. Are there any more mince pies? Yes, there are, and they're going to have lots of them after our service. And my final one, which I've, uh, this is my favorite one. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. Yes. Brilliant. Well done. Thanks for coming. It's, uh... What comes to mind when you think of the word hope? For many, it means a kind of desire, uh, optimism, wishful thinking. I hope Phil's jokes improve by next year. I hope, Pete Dean, that my team wins the Premier League. It's looking good, mate. It's looking good. We all have hopes and fears. We carry them. What will happen next year? But that kind of hope is not the hope that the Bible talks about. And that's our theme tonight, signs of hope. Signs of hope in the midst of brokenness. Imagine for a moment that you were one of those wise people following that star. It was a sign of hope. Not sure they knew exactly what it meant, but they knew that it had such importance. They were prepared to follow it. And wherever it led, they would follow it. And they believed that a king had been born. An amazing king. Something amazing was happening. They traveled in hope. As we've heard long before that, many hundreds of years before Jesus was born, that prophet Isaiah gave that message of hope. A saviour was coming. God himself would come out of heaven and, and be born as one of us to rescue this world, to rescue you and me. He would be called Emmanuel, God with us. And the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And his kingdom would be everlasting. He would be a light in the darkness. This suffering servant would give his life for the sins of the world. The wise men followed a star. The shepherds that we've heard about, ordinary people like you and me, were given a sign of hope. An angel appeared to them. And then the whole of heaven erupted in praise. Angels were seen and heard on the hills around Bethlehem. With the message of hope, a saviour has been born. And they gave him the shepherd's clues. You'll find him in a manger, an animal's feeding trough. Angels figure quite prominently in the Christmas story. It was a busy time for angels. Mary and Joseph had angelic visitations too. Joseph was told, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Because the child that is in her is conceived of the Holy Spirit. And you are to call him Jesus. Yeshua. Which means saviour. Gabriel visited Mary. You will give birth to a son and call him Jesus. He will be the saviour of the world. And so we come to celebrate. And in the next few days, we will all celebrate 
this amazing event that split history into two. Jesus was born into a world of problems. There were wars. There was oppression. There was injustice. There were tyrants who were sort of being oppressing their people and oppressing others. We see the same problems today. We look around our world. We see wars. We see oppression and we see injustice and we see selfishness and we see inequality. And we ask ourselves, hasn't mankind improved in 2,000 years? And the answer is, no, we haven't. It's estimated in the last 1,000 years of human history, only 23 years have been without a major war or conflict on this planet. The 20th century was the most bloody of all with two world wars. The 21st century has not started any better. Whether it's Afghanistan, Syria and Yemen, but the list is endless of wars and conflicts. Turkish and Kurdish, Somalia, conflicts in Nigeria, South Sudan, Mali, Liberia, Myanmar, Islamic Republic, and the list goes on. Yet, in the darkness, the light still shines. And one of our readings by the Apostle John, who followed Jesus, said that Jesus was the light of the world and the darkness has not overcome it. But then if you ask the question, if Jesus came 2,000 years ago to rescue the world, you might be tempted to say we're not in a better position now, are we? But it's interesting that when you follow the life of Jesus, he didn't come to kick the Romans out. He didn't come to get rid of the oppressors. He came to rescue And to save. And he does it one by one. As he transforms human beings. And makes us, as we follow him, part of the solution that God has. For the problems in the world. And we're all doing what we can. Centers of hope. Wonderful stories that we heard in Syria. Centers of hope. Food banks across our nation. Edward said this morning there are more food banks in the UK now than McDonald's. And that's a shameful thing to say. But we're doing what we can to help. But we can't fix it ourselves because we can't fix ourselves. We need a saviour. We need someone who can deal with the root cause, not just the symptoms. And Jesus came to do that. I heard this story recently. You may have heard it. This man was looking after his young niece just for a few hours. 
And he was busy and he had things to do. And, but rather than just sit his niece in front of the telly and say, watch that video, he thought of giving her a challenge. And from the newspaper magazine that he had, he cut up this picture of the map of the world and he cut it into lots of pieces and he gave the little girl some sellotape and he challenged her, put it all back together again. Thinking he had a couple of hours to spare now, he put the kettle on. Before the kettle even boiled, she said, it's finished. There's no way. The countries will be all over the place. It'll be a complete mess. But there it was, perfect. The map of the world put together again. Genius. How did you do that? Uncle, I saw the picture on the back of the map. It was of a man. And I just thought, If I put the man back together again, I'll put the world back together again. Genius! That whoever, whoever, you, me, whoever, believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Because he didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. One by one, by one, by one. The kingdom of God is coming. And every time one person just turns to faith in Jesus, the kingdom of God comes. Jesus is the hope. He's not a sort of wishful thinking hope. He's a living hope. He's the hope for creation. Jesus says that he is going to make this whole creation new again. He, in fact, is going to join heaven with earth and make it new, perfect. And there'll be no sin or pain or suffering or death, anything like that. It will be perfect. And he is inviting you and me and everybody who will come to be part of that new creation. We call it heaven. It will be physical and real, more real than we have before us today. And he is working that out. He is the hope for humanity. Because he deals with the biggest problem that humanity faces. What is the The central thing that causes all the strife in the world, it's a rebellion against God. It's man saying, I can do the job much better and fails miserably again and again. We don't need God, but we do. We need a savior who can deal with our sin and who can break the power of death. You see death as your ultimate enemy. It's the ultimate statistic. We're all going to die. But Jesus, the savior of the world, says if you trust him, you will live forever. Because he has made the way. In fact, not only has he made the way, he said he was the way, the truth and the life.
He alone can put us back together again. We have a hope that is steadfast, that is certain, not wishful thinking, but based on the truth that we will celebrate. That God became a human being so that we might know him. So that we might love him. So that we might spend eternity with him. And this Jesus that we celebrate his birth at Christmas lived the most amazing life. If you want to follow that story, you can read it in the New Testament. If you've not got a New Testament, we'd like to give you one on your way out. Have you ever read the story? You, Mark, Luke and John. Incredible. And Jesus' kingdom, this kingdom that will never end, is made up of everyone who believes in his name. Because he gives the right for us to be called children of God. This is the hope that we have. That transforms our present and our past and our future. Jesus is the sign of hope. I don't know what you're hoping for in 2020. But can I ask you, can I plead with you to consider inviting Jesus into your life and to live for him? I don't know what you're living for, but to live for Jesus. No, it won't be always easy. There'll be challenges ahead. But he is always with us. He promised never to leave us or forsake us. And I invite you to believe in Jesus as your Savior, your King, your Lord. All our hopes and fears, He can handle. So we've celebrated, and we're coming to the end of our service together. I'd like us just to pray for a moment, and then we're going to sing our final carol just after a short video. Let's pray together. And if you're here tonight and you've never invited Jesus into your life, maybe you've known about him, heard about him, but never actually asked him in, why not just pray this simple prayer with me, just quietly in your heart, as a way of inviting Jesus into your life? Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you that you love me. Thank you that you left heaven to come and rescue me, to live on this earth, to die on the cross, rise from the dead. Thank you for your kingdom. Count me in. Forgive all my sin. Set me free. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And give me that assurance and that peace and that certain hope that the best is still to come. I ask this and pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen.